Hello, 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 party people, and welcome to the Secrets of a Witch podcast with me, Sabrina Scott, where I talk all about life, love, healing, spirituality, witchcraft, magic, tarot, feminine energy, mediumship, living a good life, healing from trauma, and everything in between. So I hope everyone had a wonderful Halloween or Samhain or whatever, which way. (laughs) And as we move into the first week of November, there is, of course, still this ancestral energy present, you know, we've got All Saints Day, All Souls Day, there is um, some Day of the Dead stuff happening here in Toronto coming up this coming weekend, some multicultural festivals of mourning and grief and honoring the ancestors as well. So if you didn't do any of that work, maybe you didn't feel called to, maybe you were just too busy, life happens, I totally get it, don't sweat it, you can still indulge in some of those ceremonies, rituals, and remembrances for the next week or so, so don't freak out. So first of all, happy November everybody. It is cold as hell in Toronto now. It was a super, super warm October. One of the days was even 20 degrees Celsius. I was wearing flip-flops. It was crazy. And now it is one degree Celsius. So that shift in season has happened kind of immediately with the change of the month. So that's felt really uh, shocking. But I'm ready for fall, ready for winter to happen too, and I hope you guys are enjoying this shift in energies as well, wherever you happen to be. So first and foremost, I wanted to thank everyone for enrolling in my Tarot Without Bullshit course, everyone who did. That's fucking awesome. I'm so excited to work with y'all, and for those who chose the self-study option, I'm just so stoked for you super exciting. So the website for that now is uh, password protected. If anyone is having some regrets or remorse that you did not take that leap, you can send me an email if you want and let me know a little bit about why it is that you'd like to enroll. And maybe, just maybe, I will send you the top secret password to log in to see the course and all of that. So I won't be relaunching this for a while. Um, so it's kind of your last, your last little chance. I also wanted to thank everyone who showed up live for my Ancestor Magic Masterclass as well as my Tarot for Mediumship Masterclass. Both of those are now available to view on demand. So the links for that will be in the description of this episode. So if you're feeling like, shit, I can't believe I missed that. That was going to be so cool. Or I really wish I had got to attend that. Don't worry. The recordings are available for you to grab, to watch, and maybe even take some inspiration for your ancestor practice for the week ahead. 
If you guys missed it, I did do a really fun tarot for the week ahead reading on YouTube yesterday. I am doing those every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time live. So do go give that a watch. And what was so interesting in yesterday's episode was the two of pentacles reversed kept showing up. It showed up in the week ahead reading in general. And then it's so funny. I had a copy of the modern witch tarot next to me as I was reading because in the night before when I was teaching tarot for mediumship, it was one of the decks that I pulled out to show my students. One of the reasons for that is that that deck is super multicultural. And so if you're someone with a mixed culture or a mixed background and you're working with the tarot to get in touch with your ancestors, that is a really fun one because it is so multicultural. And I love that deck for so many reasons. And that's one of them. But what was so interesting is I noticed that there was one card face down, obviously, and it had a different color on the background. Right, And you'll see this in the video if you guys have watched it, but most of the back of the cards for the Modern Witch Tarot are this kind of like gorgeous teal. It's like a blue-green, kind of turquoise, kind of muted. It's a gorgeous color, one of my favorite colors. And then I noticed that one card, just one, the background was a little bit more blue, strangely. And so I turned it over, and I never noticed this before. I've had this deck since it came out. I turned it over, and the card with the different blue background for the the, um, the other side of the card was the two of pentacles. And when I flipped it over, it was reversed. So weird. And I don't know. I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And so clearly that is a big message for us for this week. Reverse two of pentacles. And why I'm talking about this is I did my morning tarot reading that I always will do every single morning, and I write it in my card of the day tarot journal, which is now halfway written through. I've been reading in it every single day and sometimes multiple times a day since it came out in July, and I highly recommend it. Go check it out, card of the day tarot journal on Amazon by Sabrina Scott, so go check that out. But anyway, I was doing a reading for myself, and... I did a reading specifically around a drama that happened for me this morning, and it was an interpersonal drama which involved some miscommunication. Like, I didn't really see that it was that big of a deal. I think communication could have happened more clearly. Uh, This other person uh, really seemed to disagree with that and kind of, in my estimation, went incredibly nuclear on me. Um... I would say kind of for no real reason and didn't seem to take any accountability for their role in the miscommunication. But anyway, I pulled a card for like, what is this person's problem? (laughs) And I got the reverse two of pentacles. Very interesting. In my week ahead reading, I interpreted the two of pentacles reversed as A little nudge for all of us this week to be very aware of who we are partnering with in the realms of money. So this can be business-related partnerships, uh, work-related collaborations, hirings, firings, applying to jobs, uh, legal agreements, etc., etc. And so in my week ahead reading, how I interpreted this card, again, was just Uh, maybe uh, take another look at who you're thinking to partner with business-wise because they might not have your best interest at heart. And so I found this like hilarious because this was going to be a 
business related, uh, ideally mutually beneficial collaboration. And so obviously that's not happening now because this person kind of like flipped out. Anyway, I found this so interesting, right? And so this is part of why it's so powerful to take note of the cards that we pull, right? So if you are watching my card cards of the week ahead every single week, write them down in your tarot journal and just know how do they make you feel, what comes up for you so that you can touch back and be like, wow, this showed up in my week in this way. And you might even notice, like I did today, very, very quickly, that some of these cards for the week ahead, they might show up in your own tarot reading as well. And then you might be able to very quickly and easily decode, oh, that's what that was about. Okay, noted, right? And so in this situation, and like I'm not going to air out the dirty laundry here because like honestly, who fucking cares? But I find it really interesting from a tarot reading perspective, and that's why I'm sharing it with you guys, right? The importance of noticing these patterns and how we read. And what's so powerful about this with my situation is, you know, it would be really easy for me if I hadn't done either of these tarot readings. You know, if I hadn't shown the conversation to a friend to be like, who was like, oh, you're not crazy. (laughs) It's the other person's bad, not yours. That was clarifying and very grounding. But if I hadn't done any of that, it would have been really easy to beat myself up and be like, oh my God, I fucked up, which I didn't. But it's like, it would have been really easy for me to spend some time wallowing and thinking, wow, I, you know, this could have been so good. And now I'm just going to spend some time mourning that. And now I don't have to do that. Right now I can see this situation for what exactly it is as backed up by all these reverse two of pentacles, right? Which is like, this situation was not going to be good for you. It was a bad call. This collaboration would have been bad for you. And as always, whenever we are doing tarot readings about conflict, what I really recommend including in your spread is what is your role in it? So I drew a card for that. It was upright and it was a positive card. And I also drew a card for what is my lesson with this situation. And I pulled that and that was also a positive card. It was actually the 10 of cups, which I pulled as well in the reading for the week ahead, interestingly. And so when we do have this grounding in these patterns, right? So There's a shit ton of cards in the deck, a ton, 78, right? And so to have my personal tarot reading of, you know, not that many cards, of five cards, and two of the cards are the same from the week ahead reading, it's really, really insightful and it's really grounding, right? It can help us realize, okay, we're not crazy. And there's also no reason to feel sad or to overreact or any of that stuff. We can see the situation for what it is, a lesson that something or someone is ultimately not for us, right? So it can be really clarifying, really, really clarifying. And so one other thing I want to say about this kind of like related and I guess I could make this a whole other episode, but I just want to like cram it all together here today because this is on my mind. Some things to think about when we're in conflict with people, right? As I've gotten older, my 
things that I'm looking for, my criteria, when I'm figuring out who I want in my life, who am I collaborating with, who am I welcoming into my inner circle, and also who am I debating, who am I arguing with? Who and what type of person do I think is worth getting into that conflict space with and hashing it out? And so if you haven't reflected on this for yourself, I would really recommend taking some time to do that, especially since as we move into November, we're going into like holiday mode. And so a lot of us are going to be kind of forced to contend with family members with whom we might not be on the best terms, right? And so we might have to use our discernment skills to see like what and when and who is really worth having some of these difficult moments with. And so for myself, one of the things I've learned is that curiosity is the top for me. It's huge. I really, really value curiosity both in myself and other people. And so for me, curiosity is such a must-have. And so I learned this years ago uh, when a bunch of people were trying to cancel me for various things. And I noticed that a lot of these like mob of idiots coming at me, like they didn't really know me, first of all, but they kept coming at me with all these statements, complete misunderstandings of me and the situation, but just statements, right? It was like, you're this, you're that, blah, 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 blah. And no one was coming at me with curiosity. No one was asking me any questions like, why did you say this? Why did you think that? I heard this about you. Is this true? <clears throat> no one was asking me anything. It was just statement, 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 statements ending in periods. And so in a conflict in particular, what does that tell us? That tells us that this person thinks that they already know what the answers are. They think they know where you're coming from. They think they know your why. They think they know exactly what happened. And they cut off additional information that might change their perspective. And so I tend to not engage with folks like this because there's no point to it. If people come at me with curiosity, asking questions... You know, like, hey, it really hurt my feelings when you did ABC. Can you tell me if that was your intention? Or just simply, why did you reply this way? Why did you say that? Why did you do this? Why did you not do that? What's your perspective? What went wrong here? What was your intention? Why are you hurt? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Questions. When we move from a place of curiosity with any conflict... It's easier to understand each other. It's easier to understand each person's role in that misunderstanding or miscommunication. But when there's no questions or when one party is committed to their own version of things and they're not answering your questions or they're not asking you any questions, the likelihood of that connection panning out is quite low. Right, That person has one version of things that, you know, they're going to tell themselves particular stories about ABCD, right? And I'm sure you guys probably can think of some folks in your life, whether right now or in the past or through different interactions you've had, whether that's in your family, in your friend group, or in the workplace, where 
you've noticed this, these kind of things happen. And so what I would really recommend is if you do find yourself in any of these conflicts, and you know, you might even notice that you're not, you're the one that's not asking any questions, that you're the one that's like attacking people with statements, right? And you might be like, oh shit, I need to take a step back and get more curious. And that's the beautiful thing about all of this, right? It's always possible to step back and get more curious. And sometimes we have to call ourselves out, you know, which is a part of why I sent this conversation to a friend. And I was like, am I tripping? Like, did I do something wrong? Did I fuck up? Because like, I'm totally open to that being true. I feel hurt by this. I'm shaking. Am I overreacting? And so I just think it's so important to be moving from that space, right? Getting curious about what is really going on. Getting curious about the other perspective, even if we might think like, oh, this person's an asshole right now. But when the person or situation or whatever it happens to be is kind of stonewalling you a bit and insulting you or coming at you with statements like mean statements or uncharitable statements, interestingly... What that does is it puts you on the defensive, you know, because like they're stating a premise and then there's kind of this impulse to defend ourselves as though that premise is true. It's like then we have to like deconstruct the premise and then it's like you're not operating in that space of mutual conversation. It's like this battle and I don't know about you guys. I'm like too old for that shit. It's just not the vibe and It's just something I've really come to value with any type of collaboration or friendship or business relationship or romantic relationship. I really value curiosity when it comes to conflict. And so I would just invite you guys (laughs) to think about that this week. Curiosity is huge. And if you do have an attraction to the spiritual, if you have an attraction to tarot, I probably could guess maybe you're a curious person, right? Because tarot is all about asking questions. And the better tarot readers are going to be able to ask better questions, right? Because if you ask a crappy question, your tarot reading probably uh, won't be that fruitful, right? So interestingly, reading tarot teaches us to be even more curious. And it makes me so happy to see newbie tarot readers move from, will this happen, yes or no, to asking more open-ended questions. You know, like, what do I need to know about ABC? Or what is the lesson here? Or what is contributing to person A acting in this weird-ass way? right? So practice being more curious always, but especially when it's hard, especially when we feel hurt, especially when we feel confused. You know, it's something I'd really recommend. So that's the episode for today, my friends. A little bit random, but that's how I'm feeling at the moment. (laughs) And I wanted to say that uh, there's going to be a lot of episodes this month about feminine energy about dating, about relationships. 
and I'm really excited for it. There is going to be a proper launch of my Feminine Energy Without Bullshit course this month. I did a little pre-launch back in, oh my god, June. So it's been a while, but I'm really, really excited to finally roll this course out and welcome some folks in. So that's what you guys can expect from me. This month on the podcast, a lot of discussions about womanhood, femininity, feminine energy, vibes in general, interpersonal relationships, all of that fun, juicy stuff. Feminine Energy Without Bullshit launches on November 13th for the new moon. I'm so excited. And I believe enrollment will close on November 22nd if I'm getting my dates correct. Anyway, that's it, my friends. Stay tuned. I've got a bunch of other stuff planned for the next month or so. So can't wait to chat with you guys more and do reach out to me if you want to ceo at sabrinamscott.com my website is sabrinamscott.com my instagram is sabrinamscott my youtube is youtube.com slash sabrinascott and of course if you want a cozy hoodie whether it says empress abundance mindset which you can't curse can't cure I do have awesome, cozy hoodies for this chilly season that we find ourselves in at shopsabrinamscott.com. That's it, friends. Catch you guys on the flip side. Bye.